0: filmed in uh, many locations in Northern Ireland which we we know so uh, we thought why not let's do it as uh, we watch through so we're watching through it and we're just pausing it at certain points um, so we're about 10 minutes through it here we've got a wee introduction into John onion so far um, and then we've met up with Christian and he's He's joined. well, he's met Evangelist. Let me introduce myself. My name is Evangelist. Oh, but it seems to have skipped straight uh, the sort of start of the book and dive right into the action. Um. So, Stephen, um, Jordan, what do you think so far? Uh, we're here too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for oh, introducing
1: yeah. us. You know, we're watching. We're watching this. We're watching this. We're <laughs> we're, we're pausing it. We're going to discuss it. <laughs> Hi, Stephen. Hi, Jordan.
0: <laughs> uh so what do you think of it so far? Jordan what have your been your initial thoughts of the first 10 minutes
1: Yeah uh, well, well like you said there it seems to have uh, skipped uh, the very the very start of the book where it's established that this is this is a, a, a dream that John Bunyan himself uh, had and it's just sort of jumped right in it skipped over uh Christians dilemma with his family and we, we meet him sort of mid pilgrimage
2: yeah that, that bit seems to take place over a couple of days at least in the book where he's kind of he's found this book which seems to be quite a significant event and and then he's deciding what to do and he's having fights with his family and sneaking out the window and and suddenly yeah, we're just on the road do you think uh as we saw there, um,
0: he looked like he was in a forest park there in Northern Ireland, and the fact that he's coming out of the City uh, of Destruction, uh, given that this is in the 70s, do you think that has any correlation with the fact that Belfast was destroying it, itself at this time? Do you think that's why they picked Belfast? <laughs> I, reckon though if, I reckon though. they did point the City of Destruction sign at Belfast, so
2: just for the banter. They probably found it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Although can we say as well we have mentioned uh, Liam Neeson, key holder to the city yeah. of Palomina, which isn't a city.
2: That's a city of destruction, am um, I right?
1: Yeah. I <laughs> <do it. laughs> but he has, he has a, a massive scroll that simply says on it flee from the wrath to come, which he could have put on
2: <laughs> a postcard. <laughs> or he could have just told him. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely yeah. stick a few screenshots of um, this onto the Instagram page and things like that. There, Well
0: that is something you would expect to see from a Palomina yeah. man. You know, if you know you go into Belfast on a on a Saturday, and you do get Balmainer men handing you out flowers, would say free <laughs> flee from the wrath to come." So, I mean, it's not that uh, you know, it's not too far fetched. I don't think.
1: <laughs> you think? one just thing that did stand out to me now um, is that we see. Evangelist handing uh, Christian the, the key of promise.
0: Here is a key. It is the
1: key of promise. The last episode we were just discussing. That's right. Uh, the key of promise and where it came from. Here, is this a case of uh, the director, a bloke called Ken Anderson? Is, there, is this him taking creative liberty with the story? Or. Did we just, all three of us, just miss it out? I'm not sure. We'll have to. It
2: certainly doesn't happen at this point. We'll have to check. He doesn't get it from Evangelist fleeing the city. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty confident of that. Um, How would you have opened this? If you're kind of doing your own version, what kind of opening, establishing shot would you have gone for? Would you start it with the prison?
0: Oh, yeah. I think that would have been quite good, like him Mm -hmm. thinking to himself in the prison. And then we, you know, we sort of drifts off, or we, we either you either drifts off or you seem sort of panning the the story and it sort of goes in and you just this big crane shot of this yeah. really industrial, dirty, uh, rundown city, but overseen by uh, bureaucrats or whatever you want to call them, um, and then we we pan the Christian and him is it, is it uh, from the start I'm trying to remember the start of the book does he he's already got it and he's talking to his wife
2: about it it's, it starts with there was I saw a man with a book in his hand and a bag on his back or a burden on his back mm-hmm. looking at the city or looking away from the city and just yeah, it's, it, it appears like he's just got it yeah I, I, I was thinking you could start it like Shawshank Redemption or something up like there, you know, with the like he's going to you know, Bedford City Jail Bedford Penitentiary and uh and he's taken into his cell with a wee bit of narration over it My friend Andy Dufresne <laughs> and he's either penning it or thinking about it or recording it or having a dream in his bunk Yeah. And then you maybe have him being Christian as well at the same time. Adding a wee level of inception to it. And it came
0: to Shawshank prison in early nineteen forty-seven. Yeah, that would be very inception. Okay, so before we go back then, basically we've come up with an idea that we'll we're gonna recast the movie um, to who we think would best suit uh, sit the roles. So, uh, guys, what are your picks for director?
2: Well, I have a couple of names down of people I'd like to direct it, and it depends really what style the movie's going to be. I was thinking the Coen brothers could probably do a really good version of this, Mm -hmm. based on their experience of, like, Fargo and No Country for Old Men and, like, you know, some some really quirky, off-the-wall stuff. Yeah or James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Mm.
2: You know, if you wanted like a quirky take on it, because you've got these you know, over the top characters and names. Yeah. So you need that really quirkiness to kind of sell it. Or you go for the kind of sweeping, grand, epic and you get Peter Jackson to Lord of the Rings it.
0: See, I've I've tried to sort of balance that a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. By going for John Favreau, ah, who I yeah. think, and he's got a good, he's got a good track record. CGI Lion King, it. Why did he do the Lion King? He did and Jungle Book. Oh man, maybe not then. But <laughs> I, I was going off.
2: What sort of I was track going record off, did like, you see? Iron
0: Man and the Mandalorian so. Um,
2: <laughs> you want evangelists to say to Christian, "This is the way."
1: <laughs> that will work though. Well. I have. I chose a director that's a little, little different uh, than than those picks. Uh, obviously, I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm not thinking of a, a quirky, um, movie per se. I went for Guillermo del Toro.
2: Oh, oh, well, mm. I like that.
1: I I'm just thinking about what he could do with the likes of uh, Apollyon and stuff.
2: Uh huh. Even and on, the giant on of down despair. the despair.
1: Um, and I mean the man thinks unlike any other director that I that I've watched Um, so he would be my pick
2: and he can do the drama stuff like in Pan's Labyrinth with the, the Spanish mm-hmm. would you get it all subtitled
1: sure, why not yeah,
2: why not <laughs>
1: <laughs> so will we'll, we'll, we'll we put a poll out of these these different picks and see which is the most popular.
2: Okay. Alright, I'll pick out of my if you've got Gamaro Del Toro, yep. Harry's got uh John Favreau, I'm gonna go with uh James Gunn. So there's three very different styles. Okay. We'll put a wee Twitter poll out and you can let us know who you want to see direct The Pilgrims Progress, the movie, semicolon, the Pilgrims Podcast edition in 3D. What about um, IMAX edition?
0: (laughs) What about your picks for Christian? Who did you go with there?
1: Who's up first? Well, Jordan, you went last last time. You go first. Sure, no problem. Uh, I was in a bit of a a pickle um, when it came to to picking Christian and thought over and over. I actually probably gave it too much thought, you know, for what we're doing here, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I ended up a plumped for for Leonardo DiCaprio.
2: Oh, okay, mm, current yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio or like young Leonardo DiCaprio? No, or no. I mean, what kind of era?
1: Current, currently over the past sort of decade, that sort of culture. I
2: go for Inception, like Re- The Revenant.
1: Yeah, you mm, know that. That's good. He's got a, he's got quite a quite a range there too.
0: Yeah. Well. I was a bit boring and just went for Christian Bale, because I couldn't think of anyone for this one. Yeah, I went for Christian Slater.
2: <laughs> I think I might have got... <laughs> I might have went too much on the name. Yeah. I, I, I think that was definitely
0: the hardest one, though.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So, we'll... Uh, I think we're going to give out to Jordan. Yeah, well, I think, Jordan, we wouldn't even need to go on a poll for that one you won. <laughs> anyway, we'll... Let's uh, play here again, so... Right. Okay, so we've just watched another ten or so minutes uh, we've just um, met Plyable and Obstinate and we've gone through the whole swamp of the spawn. Um so fellas what do you think of that? Uh,
2: that was <laughs> interesting I there's a really unique they've taken a really unique twist on it here yeah it seems like the major villain is Worldly Wise Man.
0: No, is that not
2: Apollyon? Or Apollyon, but he ship shifts into everybody else. Yeah. So he's has become obstinate <laughs> and some sort of blacksmith.
1: Was he the blacksmith there? It's an interesting take, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Basically they ask for water. And rather than give him water, the blacksmith <laughs> yeah. puts his like shovel thing into the burning coals. <laughs> and they just,
2: I mean, they don't even run away. They just sort of. I mean, they asked for water. Guy. He literally offered them fire. It was all very strange. Yeah. So it seems that the antagonists in this are all variations of the same man, but the, the help, the uh, companions that Christian meets are all variations of this of Liam Neeson. So far. So far. Um, so we spotted a familiar um, exhibit from the Ulster Folk and Transport Museum.
0: Mm. Don't say
2: that too fast. Uh, Coal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw Coal Island Spade Mill with its large water wheel. Anyway, who would be your
0: your choice for evangelist? But I mean. If you did recast again, I mean, I don't think Liam Neeson would be a bad shot for Evangelist
2: still. He could still do it. I, yeah. when I, My my choice for Evangelist, I was thinking someone older and that kind of mentory role, you know, a kind of a, a Gandalf for, someone like I, up there. I, I actually um, went quite young.
0: I went, well, I mean. Oh, I did you? Young, like, older than any of us. Like, I went for Idris Elba.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. He, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So hmm. yeah, what do you guys go for? Um, I went for um Keanu Reeves. Mm. Well, I thought he could kind of do this, a this real. This is um, stoic lead.
1: Okay, this is not like um Bill and Ted Keanu Reeves. Whoa.
2: No, no, no. This is like like John Wick only not killing people. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. I I went for Tom Hanks just because I really like Tom Hanks. I wanted to put him in somewhere. Um,
2: I had Tom Hanks down as as an option for evangelist as well.
1: Again, that sort of older, wise, wise wise man in a good way, sage type character. Yeah. Yeah, there are three good picks. Definitely, no, definitely. What we'll do we make of that then? Well, that was uh
0: yeah. It's, yeah, it's uh, the three sections we watched so far. So that's uh, probably the best one.
2: It's improving.
1: Definitely. <laughs> I mean, any any scene without <laughs> pliable is an improvement.
2: Let's be honest.
0: My name is uh, pliable. I, I, I'm trying to catch
2: up to pilgrim. Do we think he'll come back? You know, everyone else. Liam Neeson has been like what no, three different people now your worldly wise man boy has been three or four different people will pliable make a comeback as hopefully not faithful (laughs) or hopeful or
1: yeah I mean
2: Christian they're gonna burn us So they are.
1: (laughs) I mean comparing that to the book what do we think
2: (sighs) Hmm. that that was probably that was closer to that part of the book Mm -hmm. yeah especially
0: legality and morality that part was
2: um, and yeah, I think it is an interesting uh, storytelling device that they've chosen to have the same actors playing these different roles, but not even but making that part of the story. You know, he's a shape shifting, vanishing, mysterious entity mm-hmm. trying, just bent on waylaying Christian.
1: It's really not something that I'd uh, thought about no but it is interesting and yeah.
2: this is obviously the groundwork for Liam Neeson being Aslan does
0: does anyone have anything for Worldly Wise Man
2: as a character
0: I yes g- I didn't um, I didn't put anything for him go ahead where do you put Jordan
1: I I put Tom Wits. I don't know who
2: that is Tom Wits. Tom Wits,
1: specifically from have you guys ever seen the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus
2: uh, I know them I know of the movie but I haven't Okay seen it Tom Waits Tom how you spell that?
1: Waits W A I T S Tom Waits plays a it's cheating a little bit I guess but his character um is a character called Mr Nick and is like a personification of of the devil um but just the way that he sort of moves and Tom Waits got this this gravelly voice and I can just imagine him being that sort of you know, sort of slinky uh character just trying to, to convince uh Christian to take the take the easy way out, to take the easy option. Oh, yeah. It's actually I mean that's a it's a mind trip of a film. Um yeah. Terry Terry Gilliam <laughs> directed it. Um it's worth it, it Worth a viewing or two, just to try and get your head around it. But
2: <laughs> I think you know someone like Christoph Waltz could do a really good just when he mm. turns on that kind of charming, almost not sleazy but you know manipulative rhetoric that he does so well on different things.
1: Nearly like Hans Landa from Inglorious, that sort of.
2: Yeah, yeah, or the the yeah. um, Blofeld and Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just that there's there's a bit of class about him. There's a bit of um, confidence and allure, but yet you know that he's incredibly sort of scheming. corrupt. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well That's a good let's get back to
0: it.
1: Play. Let's pause that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. That, there's an awful lot to take in there. That was
0: um, something. <laughs> that
2: was yeah. You're not wrong. Wow. Yeah. Um, so where do we where do we start this time? So
0: Liam Neeson. The amount of people Liam Neeson the, played within these ten minutes, more than doubled. Yes. We had Goodwill the Importer <laughs> and
2: uh, Jesus. So. Uh, yeah, that came out yep. of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure Jesus doesn't make an appearance in the book. Sure, he doesn't. No, so maybe as later on as the Good Shepherd mm-hmm. and as the King, but he's not still being crucified. And I don't think Bunyan suggests that he's still being crucified when when no. Christian reaches the hill. Mm-hmm. And even interpreter's choice was bizarre as well. Like, yeah, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, so. The interpreters, as we know, because mm-hmm. we covered that in quite quite a bit of detail. Yeah, they did like three. There was um, like seven rooms or something out there. Yeah. they All in one room. They had the portrait of the pastor. The portrait, the dusting. And then the, the lamp lit. They hinted at the lamp more than anything. Yeah. Because was... the lamp is a really powerful one about it being rekindled mm-hmm. or kept lit. You know, and and you have an opportunity there for Liam Neeson to say, keep her lit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That they definitely stepped over. Yeah. And then your man just turning up in the interpreter's house. Very strange. And, 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 if I remember correctly, there was a hint that the interpreter was uh, allegorically the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Who illuminates an enlightened scripture. So we have Liam Neeson playing Jesus Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit. At the same time.
1: Do you remember I, I said I was coming round to the, the idea? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm beginning to more and more regret that statement.
2: As, this is absolutely fascinating. For not all the right reasons. And we think he it was a wee bit more of the Cave Hill in Belfast. Um, you think that they were the Castlewell Gardens, Harry?
0: Yes, at Goodwill, I think that's what that was. I'm not sure, but I mean, the burden coming off Christian's back was definitely uh, Cave Hill. Cool. I mean, like, like literally, can you imagine, like, I could literally tell someone tomorrow, what do you do last night? Well, I watched Liam Neeson playing Jesus on Cave
2: Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you what could. What the heck? Um Okay, I, I'm not sure that we're necessarily going to get all the main characters that I had recast in this movie. So, who did you have for faithful?
0: Yeah. So I, I well, I sure had two people in mind. I think I favor the second person. First one's Oscar Isaac. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but I think the second one's better. Uh, Chris Evans. Aven- no, no, did I say Chris Evans? Aven- yeah, Chris Evans.
2: Captain America. Uh, he could be a good Christian Or a good faithful,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think so.
2: I went a wee wee bit older, um, mainly because I would love to see him in a version of this. uh, But uh, Nicolas Cage. You
1: are joking. I went for Nicolas Cage too, honestly. For faithful? For faithful. But I only went for him because he would really ham up the death scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. (laughs) Well.
2: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: Amazing. Um, and what about Hopeful?
2: Hopeful, I thought, I went younger than I thought he has to be younger than, than Christian. Mm-hmm. He has to be mm-hmm. young and naive. I went mm-hmm. for Tom Holland, the historian. Get, oh, I did. So Get out.
1: Get So did I. No way. We yeah. oh. all... <laughs> <laughs> is that well, unanimous, is it? Yeah.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, at least, like, Faithful
2: and Hopeful... You know, pretty unanimous there, I think. Uh,
1: just imagine the Cage dying as faithful.
2: <laughs> yeah, doing it like like that scene. Um, yeah. Is it the wicker man? Wicker. The wicker. Yeah. The bees? Uh, yes.
1: uh-huh. Yes.
2: Oh, Only instead of bees is fire.
1: What is it? What is it? What is that? What is that? What is it?
2: Oh,
1: no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Oh, no, my- Fantastic.
0: Anyway, I'll press uh, play here. So yep. three, two, one, play. <laughs> well, after saying last time about it looks like Faithful and Hopeful aren't going to be in it. Um, they've just returned, or not returned, been introduced. Faithful and Hopeful? to both. Yeah, I mean Faithful was introduced more yeah, or less a very short period straight of time, after Hopeful? that, and then has just died there. And, to be honest, what looked like a pretty realistic burning uh, scene, which is pretty uh, worrying given the budget of this film. Yeah, um, which was about made in about a tenner.
2: <laughs> um, in, uh, the, yeah. They didn't shy away from it either. They could have done it like silhouetted or yeah, I mean, this, far away, or
0: yeah, but it
1: was pretty in your face. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think I I,
0: actually, I quite enjoyed that the last week's section there. I'm certainly better than the section before that. Yeah, you recognize the yes the location it was in my uh, university, is where uh, Vanity Fair was, which um, isn't too much
2: of a jump to make. Um,
1: does that sort of ring true, doesn't
2: it? University District of Belfast. Yes. Yeah. yeah I uh, yeah. Vanity Fair. Look, whoever made this,
0: you know, we had, you know, a good, good sense of humor. You know, City of Destruction being outside
2: Belfast. The yeah.
0: Vanity Fair being at Queens. You know, I think
2: he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I think they just filmed some of the students in the seventies running around Queens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was that Freshers' Week? Was it?
2: <laughs> but yeah. I uh, no, I quite enjoyed that. What did you make of Faithful and Hopeful and certainly Faithful's short ten yeah, minutes?
0: If I had a uh, you know, if I had to say I'd would say would have been nicer if we spent a bit longer with Faithful. Because, um, you know, we just made him and then he's gone.
2: Uh Yeah. What all have we skipped so far? The best, in, uh, uh, from missed,
0: the last one. Beautiful and valley of the shadow of death and destruction the
2: valley of humiliation and apollyon
0: humiliation yeah so i made up a new valley there called the valley of destruction so that doesn't exist Um, yeah so i I reckon i'm gonna make a prediction here that he's gonna fight apollyon right before he goes into the uh, oh you think he'll be the final boss battle Yeah! yeah 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 i definitely I don't know how that's going to work Did you cast Apollyon? Yeah Alfred Molina Oh You know I think yeah. Doc Ock And The Cardinal guy from Oh from the uh, Da Vinci Code? I uh, think he's one of them Like Da Vinci Code's just okay But I think he's like really good in that
2: Yeah What about um, Jason Momoa? Aquaman.
0: Oh, yeah. He's too young, though. Ah, but you He's you put him in,
2: like, prosthetics and makeup and
0: yeah. make him menacing. If he was still alive, Christopher Lee. Uh,
2: yeah. Maybe maybe not the physical presence, but...
1: No. Hmm. I had cast uh, Dave Bautista.
2: Oh, yeah. That would be good.
1: Yeah. With yeah, the, you good. know, sort of with the Thanos sort yeah. of effects, you know.
2: Or what about The Rock? Dwayne Johnson uh,
1: He's, yeah. too, he's, too, he's too, yeah. too nice though Yeah, <laughs>
2: he's too comical <laughs> He'd end up following, Christian and follow Polly on, it's just the charisma
0: <laughs> Yeah, well Shall we dive back into it? This will probably be the last Yep The last segment Alright So watching it so guys what are your over overall opinions
2: and how do you think the ending was I'm not sure this is a story as much as a series of vignettes Mm -hmm. based around the Pilgrim's Progress partially yeah I wonder was it just made like doesn't feel like a story parts yeah that's so so strange. Now, the ending. We'll have to talk about the ending, because there's a fourth wall break. I mean, do we even find out who this person is? I think it's supposed to be polyon. Yeah, but that's because you've read the book. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure that people can figure it out.
2: But they also didn't show the part of the movie, or the part of the story, where Apollyon's in it.
0: Yeah. That's confusing.
2: So, it finishes with a fourth wall break where Apollyon points to the camera and says
0: There's a possible victim
2: Of course Of course You it could be you Like dr. Hibbert (laughs) Well, I couldn't possibly solve this mystery can you (laughs) yes but What a strange choice? Of a place to finish on. Mm-hmm. Because the book finishes with the journey's end. That's the pinnacle. That's the the crescendo of this story. Is mm-hmm. Christian and hopeful pass through the valley of death, or the river of death, and are welcomed into the celestial city. Their destination, that they've been striving for this whole time, very clearly. They've achieved, they've accomplished, they've made it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this suddenly moves to a graveyard and focuses on this non-identified demon thing,
1: it's um, it's it's like a invitation at the end of a <laughs> of a gospel sermon to an altar
2: call, like, yeah. you know? Yeah,
1: that's interesting.
2: That was well worth watching.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even yeah, it was just from the,
2: <laughs>
1: the comedy was, side of things. Mm. Yeah, that was well worth the uh, the chat, you know. Any final thoughts?
0: Um. Yeah, if you've got an hour and you really can't find anything to do, you should watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it
2: out, but make sure you've read the book first, or yeah. at least understand the story.
0: Yeah, because you won't really know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for tuning into this special uh, episode of the Penguins Podcast. I suppose that's the Christmas special, if you like. Um, like maybe Stephen, you could add in a bit of Christmas music or something into this. Sleigh bells, um, yeah, sleigh bells into the with the typewriter. Um, no, that's too much effort. to do that. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining in. Um, if you've got time, why not give the movie a a watch? But for you, if you could just to read the book. Yeah. Um cuz it's uh or, or do both, you know. Uh but yeah, don't forget that uh subscribe to um the podcast on whatever podcast app you're on. Yeah. and like us on all the social medias
2: uh Ad Pilgrim's Pod. So I've been Harry And we'll be back in 2021 then. With the final stretch of the journey, apparently. Yeah. So,
0: I've been Stephen. You're not going to say I've I've been Stephen.
1: I've been Stephen. My name is Sincere.
2: (laughs) My name is Sincere. (laughs) Right. Until the new year. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye.